The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match review for Crawley Town 3, Leeds United 0. Welcome to the What The Fuck Podcast. Today, we've got Barney <laughs> and Adonis and me, your resident riot badger. What the fuck, we're asking today. What the fuck were them substitutions? What the fuck is a Kiko Casilla? All That's answers a... on a postcard. Real danger here of me, like... Immediately after the game, I was extremely, extremely angry. And there's a real danger of becoming one of those, you know, watch-alongs where it's like, oh, fuck off! Fuck off, lads! Let's not do that. Let's not. <laughs> let's not get angry. Um, my name's Adonis, and it's a very good hello from me. And joining us to dissect this horrible defeat is uh, Alex, our canvaseller. Yo. And Barney. Our Stuart. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so um, maybe we should get this out of the way first. Kiko, he needs to go, doesn't he? He needs to get. He needed to go months and months and months and months ago. He needed to go after he used the N word, didn't he? I think he needed to go before that. It was a fucking terrible player. He needed to go after the Derby playoff. Mm. I think yeah. he he should have um, gone. You know what? I, I I got them medals from Real Madrid by deception. <laughs> Out on the bench, I didn't really play. Mm. Um, I'll give you my money back, and then yeah, that's fine. I'll go. But no, he, he fucking soldiered on, and he had all that fucking redemption story of apologising to fans at the preseason. It's just bollocks. He's a bollocks player. He's he saved a few good shots, like in his whole Leeds career. But he's always had. He, he's like the sole bamber of goalkeepers. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, he's won all those Champions League medals, but it was on his ass, wasn't he? He was just sitting yeah. watching the game. Yeah, I, I've watched, I've watched teams win Champions Leagues, sitting on my ass. Where's my fucking Champions League medals? Yeah, exactly. I think that's why he's so good because when he's a goalkeeper for us, a lot of the time he just stands there and watches. And then next thing, when a team attacks, he's like, "Shit, I've got to do something," and I'm actually playing. I'm not on the bench this time around. Yeah. And then he, he then he realizes, and then it, it's too late. That he's realized, and he gets beaten uh, by his near post twice, twice in two games in, in his game, twice. Just basic stuff. So I nearly give him a far. He give him nearly give him a far, and when he came out, rushed out. I'm like, yeah. oh, fucking hell, this is um, exactly the same as uh, Derby four three. It's like just fuck off, mate. Just fuck off. I'd rather have Caprile in net than him. I, I would rather see a young keeper get the experience of a game rather than an over fucking paid shit keeper be prattled out i think i think it were a gamble i think we put him in the team today to kind of put himself in the shop window if he had a decent game he could have fucked off but nobody's going to come near him now i mean crawley's keeper were better than him so not by a little bit by a a lot lot. Yeah. yeah And I think we'll probably come on to this later on in the pod about the, the, the youth that we played. 
But I think if you've got youth in front of you, in front of the keeper, you want an experienced keeper that's going to fill you with confidence. Yeah. And as soon as Casey came on, it was it was like a shit, shitting dog because he didn't know what yeah. he was not getting any communication from uh, Kika, and it, it, it just fell down from there. I can, feel sorry I, for the lads. Can either of you guys explain them substitutions at halftime? No. Was there injuries that we didn't know about? Maybe <laughs> Cooper's not fully fit yet, so he's mm. probably saving him for, for Saturday against Brighton. Right. But, it, but that back three on that all back forward playing, it was a makeshift defence. And I, I know we were saying in the chat we, um, Phillips should have gone into midfield. And we, we lost it in midfield, and the defence, it was just going through our midfield like nothing, and the defence just didn't, we're all six and fours, it was just embarrassing some of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a consistent pattern to the 45-minute substitution in the under-23s, which is we'll play these players for 45 minutes. They're definitely going to come off at half-time. And then um, we'll make whatever other substitutions we need to. So it had the feeling to me of a pre-planned substitution like we do in the under-23s. Right. And you just can't do that. In the no. FA Cup against no. a team of uh, what would they call them? Gnarly, wild, seasoned professionals. That's how they described it. That's a very fucking football cliche. But <laughs> you just can't do that against a team of, of yeah. men who are Je- playing out of their skin in their biggest games of their career uh, in, in their FA Cup final. Hmm. Absolutely. Mm. Madness. I think you, you spot on there, Donny. I think that you, you could see it was men. I know that it's, a, it's another football cliche coming out now, but it was men against boys today. It literally was um, men against were, boys, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I've got I no think, complaints it, it, it's from, a shame. from that point of view. I think Crawley played really well. And I think we had enough in our starting lineup to win that game comfortably. And we've just gone at it the wrong way. And Crowley played their part in a in a good game for them, and fantastic. But Leeds did no favours for themselves today at all. Once we'd got to half time, and Crowley had had forty eight passes in the first half, forty eight. So that's only just more than one successful pass a minute. Once we got to that stage, then you're thinking, okay, we might as well win this now. You know, we don't need to make too many changes. Just take Costa off because he's playing like fucking shit. Take Alioski off because he's fucking dog shit. And he was losing his rag early, wasn't he, Alioski? Really yeah. losing his rag. Mm. Yeah, and, and get Rafinha on somebody else. But what he's done is he's he's experimented again with Harrison as a number nine, and he's not he's not a number nine. I'm I'm not even convinced. Bamford is. <laughs> no, no. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know if we have a number nine in 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 the, at the club. We do. He's called Ryan Edmondson. Mm. He's probably the only number nine that we've got. Mm. So that's that's damning, isn't it? So. Is Greenwood a number nine? I mean, that's why I don't. That's why I'm not on the youth pod. If you haven't listened to the youth pod, don't... yeah, listen to the youth pod He's... where people know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he's played as a number nine, isn't he? In the, in the uh, under twenty threes, but I think naturally he's a, a wide, wide player. 
more than the out-and-out number nine, you would say, anyway. How many players do we currently have playing in the position that is their natural position? I don't think we've got that many, have we? Rodrigo's playing, well, apart from today, Rodrigo's playing in mid. He's, he's a centre-forward. Um, when I've, you've got Pablo not at his best, um, make, trying to make things happen, but it's not working out for him, he's overhitting it or underhitting it or it's going straight to a defender. And he's or he's done it in balls to the the local Crawley youth by skying them over the whole <laughs> fucking stadium. Free ball for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Free ball for you. Free ball for you. <laughs> um. So, and he's the the central midfielder, the the one who's who's pulling all the strings, who's who's in that kind of click role. It it all falls apart, doesn't it? I mean, you yeah. were playing that song earlier on your acoustic guitar. Um, we can dissect it and dissect it, but at the end of the day, this is an embarrassment, isn't it? Yeah. This is this is added to the list of embarrassing FA Cup matches. Um, that I think someone said we've become a banter club, and yeah. we've always been a bit of a banter club. To be fair, but. I thought with Marcelo it was gonna it was gonna change, and I would hate for us to get back to Leeds and do COVID testing in a, in, a, in a few days and found out we've picked up. Oh Jesus! Could you fucking imagine? Because Hello. that was not worth it. And lose twenty two no. players. <laughs> mm, not worth. For me, we, like you're saying, we had the players that we should have won that game. Mm-hmm. And it's a real disappointment because some players had a chance to step up and have a chance to be, be picked, just to be on the bench in the first team. And when we lost against Hull in the Carabao Cup, Bielsa and the club were shocked how we were uh, knocked out of the cup then. So I think maybe we might see some signings in January where we were going to see some signings. I think we're going to see a lot of players going out on loan because they need that experience because... They're not going to get it. It just shows today an under 23s game is completely different to a FA Cup game against a League Two side that have already they've already been playing pretty well anyway in the in the league, haven't they? So they're high on confidence there. I can't remember if I've said this on the pod yet, but I've played reserve team football, and, and when you do play in reserves, you've got injured players coming back, you've got young players who are like under 18s, 19s coming into the team and you've you never, ever got a regular starting lineup and that is so difficult to build any sort of cohesion, pe- communication, chemistry. People don't know where the other players are going to be. So that w- when, you, when you want to develop young players, you've got to add them slowly, one by one, to a very settled team and you can yeah. see how much that... I think it just goes back to the substitutions at halftime. Mm. You know, it, it, it just ripped out the, the the spine of the team, getting rid of a Cooper especially. I mean, with, without Cooper, it's it's who did we have at the back? <laughs> you know, we've got some young lad, um, uh, Phillips, and uh, who's a defensive midfielder albeit he was a central midfielder for most of his career and yeah. and Bielsa's has done a wonder to turn him into one of the best defensive midfielders in the country but then you've got this fucking madman with 
finger, uh, biscuit fingers, <laughs> sat behind him. Like, I don't know what fuck Kiko does, did at half time, but he's obviously hit the, he's got fucking crack cocaine. He, he's a fucking crack cocaine addict or something. He's, he's skittish and yeah. he loses his shit. He's been oh. sniffing the Sharpie that he grows his beard with. That's, that's it. That's <laughs> the it. Fuck he's all about. Yeah. He's got, he's got, he's got sh- Sharpie fluid underneath his gloves and that's why he's sniffing it the whole time. <laughs> ah! This is my ball. Ah! <laughs> <sighs> okay, Just bastard. No, he's done now. He's done. <clears throat> Let's make a loss. I think we've got a million pound in him in the transfer, haven't we? And then countless millions in wages. Just fuck him off now. Just get rid. I mean, Puffy's fucking not, contract. That, yeah. I mean, that that game isn't solely down to Kiko Casilla. No. It isn't solely down to Kiko Casilla, but the, at least the rest of the team have got space for development. He's not going to come back from this. Mm. Yeah. So, that needs to be the full stop mm-hmm. on his Leeds career. That's it. That has to be it. I mean, surely even the racist cunts in our fan base must must be crying for him to leave now. They were all defending him before, all the fucking flag nonces. Oh, yeah, we're Kiko, you're just saying that because blah, blah, blah. No, it's time to go. You can't play football, mate. Fuck off. I don't think that people can change their minds so easily. Um, I will do a scroll through Twitter, and, yeah, there definitely will be people who will still be supporting him. <laughs> oh dear I've, I've tried I've always trying not to get angry <laughs> happens doesn't it Lee's does this to you we've been here many many times um, I'm not that bothered that we're out of the cup like, no. as I said you know I wouldn't have minded you know if we'd have lost 1-0 and mm. Michelle Keegan's fella like scored at the back post I'm not bothered I'm really not bothered about leaving the cup but the fact that we just turned up played like that and have gone out through nil and now we've got to deal with football twitter with their fucking accounts like fucking fancy fernandez just saying that we're a banter club crime or blah 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 it's just it's a tiring fucking week to deal with that bullshit mm. and the sooner schools go back the better because <laughs> at least they don't have the phones then and like we'll have eight <laughs> hours of normal twitter with people calling each other cunts and getting banned for it. <laughs> I, I wanted a cup run, if I'm honest. I thought this season we had we, we didn't have the stress of trying to get promotion and get into the top two and hopefully we're not going to lose our shit now and get relegated and lose all our games for the rest of the season because of this FA Cup hangover. It's just a real disappointment because... Some of those players just turned up and thought, we're playing a League Two side, we're Premier League, we'll beat them. That's fine. There was no intensity from any of the players. It was misplaced passes. I mean, in in 50 minutes, we had one shot on goal. One shot on goal. Is that, that's not even a fucking, that's not a Bielsa side that we're used to. None of that was a Bielsa side that we're used to or a Leeds side that had the intensity, wanted to fight for the ball, press all the time. It was embarrassing. Mm. And you're right, it's just going to be stupid dickheads on Twitter saying banter clubs. And that fucking um, guy from Villa, whatever he's called, who, who played at Villa. Uh, Greg Van Yeah, putting stupid pictures on. I don't even follow the dickhead, but <laughs> I've already seen it on my timeline. Fuck off. 
The thing like, is, we are we are basically his pay dirt. So him tweeting about Leeds gets him more engagement, which gets him more uh, appointments on TalkSport to talk shit. Yeah. So we're, we're essentially playing right into his hands by reacting to that prick. Yeah. And he still doesn't have a blue tick either. <laughs> hmm. Um, I think I think you hit the nail on the head there, Alex. It's it's like I didn't care about the cup. I don't want a cup run during a global pandemic. I think that's just madness and just dangerous to go to all these fucking shitty little places that don't have the facilities and they're gonna lie about positive COVID tests to try and um get through to the next round because it earns them some money. Allegedly. I'm not making any uh, any specific accusations there, but I can I could see that happening. So I wasn't bothered about that, but it's the it's the way we went out. And like you said, I wouldn't have cared if it, if Mark Wright had had rose like a salmon at the the back <laughs> stick and and knocked one in for uh, reality TV stars everywhere. I, w- yeah. I would have been I would have been fine with that. That would have been okay if we'd have put in the performance, if we'd yeah. have made created the chances that we should we should be camping out outside their their um their box and and spraying in crosses all day and and having shots and creating chances all day against the team in that position in, in yeah. the football ladder um there wasn't the urgency there wasn't the desire uh there wasn't the speed the movement you know there there wasn't the hunger it just wasn't no. wasn't there that's the main thing the hunger we just didn't want it they wanted it and we didn't yeah and the only player that, for me, comes out with any sort of credit is Perveda. Yes. He, he tore them yeah. to bits in the first half, and then in the second half just didn't get the supply that he needed to, to turn everything on like he was in the first. He is the example that I would point to of good youth development, of yeah. bringing him in, just adding that one piece to a settled side mm-hmm. of, of, of men mm-hmm. that where he can develop, and that picks him up, that lifts him up, you know, he can be surrounded by good players with the where the passing and the movement is all quick and because they know each other and where they're gonna go. And and he just adds that and he picks up and they lift him up. Yeah. And 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 you could see that in his development. He, he's so confident. Fuck me. I think as well, I mean, some of the players that were arrested, we, we needed those leaders today just to get just to put a hand around the some of the youth players and say, come on, crack on. Well, we I did mean, have we that made... leader, but we took him off at half time. We took yeah, off well... the captain at half time. Who was the captain after that? I mean, not like officially, but who mm. do you look at in that side and think you're the captain? Mm. We uh, missed well, Pablo, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pablo, but he's not. He's not. He's not on form, is he? He's, no. He no. needs time. He needs game time to get to get back up. He goes very introverted when he's not in farm either as well. Yeah. So he goes he's, he's in himself. That sounds disgusting. Um he's, he plays within himself. Oh Pablo. He's a sexy man. But he's looking a bit zombified recently. Pablo Pokemon wank. Um <laughs> within himself. Does he not like himself? Oh dar- <laughs> darling oh, I'm within. between his own legs. <laughs> <laughs> darling I'm within yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you wouldn't. Ex- he's not. He's not. Um, nothing I say now is gonna sound right, is it? He's not. He's, he's not bringing up the other players. You know, the the, the performance of the other players is not brought up by his performance or his encouragement. It's just mm. he's having a bad game, and it's like 
you know when you're a kid and your mum and dad are arguing or like there's there's an atmosphere in the house you can never do what right and that's what the other players around him are like mm. so they can't put the right pass into him he's putting the pass in but they're not there and that's their fault somehow yeah. Mm. um yeah it's it's just fucked anyway. 75th minute then and all of a sudden we turned into a team of carlton palmers and uh, let me tell you i've never dreamed of a team of carlton palmers a team of we... sex offenders oh dear <laughs> We were passing the ball. <coughs> allegedly. No? No, not allegedly. Really? Yeah, not allegedly. Carlton really? Palmer? Yeah. Did I miss that? Nancy Carlton Palmer. Yeah, yeah. Sex offender. I, mm-hmm. I never knew that. Somebody needs. It's funny that because nobody knows about it. It was it was very uh, carefully put under the fucking radar. That catch yeah. and kill. Catch and kill? <laughs> catch and kill is where they uh, where you you they stop stories about celebrities. Right, it could be. It, well, it went to a court case. Know. Went to a court case. So, anyway, that's not the subject of this podcast. No. Um, what I meant by that, <laughs> I didn't mean a team of <laughs> sexual offenders. <laughs> <laughs> sexual defenders. That's what we want. We don't want sex offenders. We want sex defenders. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Jimmy Savile uh, in the dugout. Um, Let's not go down that route. No. So, no. So, Carlton Palmer, he used to pass the ball sideways a lot, and he also used to run sideways a lot, gallop sideways with his horse legs. Um, and that's what we were doing. In the fucking 75th minute, 3-0 down, we were passing the ball sideways in midfield, uh, all hmm. backwards, when there were people lined up saying, fucking cross it in. Yeah. That pissed me off. Anyway. This is going to get a very depressing podcast unless we <laughs> pick out some of the funny things. So I got a couple. I got a couple of funny things. Um, early on, um, Shaq slid in the mud, and from behind, it looked like he'd shit himself. <laughs> Christ, oh, we man. really are trying to find something to cheer us up, aren't we? Scrape that barrel. <laughs> Spread the barrel. <laughs> and um, I hope it's not the shit barrel. And there were some interesting ads, um, some very League Two ads. Um, and one of them, one of the taglines of one of the ads was your Brexit partner, which I loved. <laughs> your uh... Brexit partner, <laughs> which I, <laughs> I'm not even sure how to interpret, to be honest. <laughs> It's basically like being married to somebody who shouts at you about fishing. (laughs) (laughs) Morning, darling. We got our country back. (laughs) Is this tea British? (laughs) You didn't buy the foreign one, did you? Well, I bought Yorkshire tea, but on back it says it's not from Yorkshire. I don't know what. I'm going to ring trade descriptions back to you. Tea leaves from India. What is this, bollocks? (laughs) Well, it grow me now like everybody else does. The other thing it could be is a EU national that you can marry. I thought this could be a fantastic. This is a fantastic business idea. Um, Bre- Brexit, yourbrexitpartner.com, which is a bit like mail order brides, um, but it's so that you can get um, freedom of movement in the in the EU again. But instead of like <laughs> us mailing in brides, it's us like. Going to brides, please mail us into whichever European country you're in, because this is a shit show, and I need to get out of it. Please, Svetlana, 
write me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. What have we got to look forward to? I know it's going down the depressing route. Right. So if, if you have sex with your Brexit partner, mm. it it would be very much like a vote, though, wouldn't it? So you're in and out all the time. Mm. Yeah, until you finally leave the EU. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, I'm uh, glad that cheered us up a bit. Oh, yeah. I've got a lovely image now. Thanks, Barney. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Any positives we can take out apart from Pervader? No, there's no positives. Life is over. Life's terrible. Leads are falling apart again. We're going to get relegated. Hmm. I, think, I feel like there's going to be a response to this. There's, there has to be a response, doesn't there? Hopefully, it's selling Kiko Casilla, but it won't. I, I think no. the positive we're going to stay out of this. Hopefully, we're going to start. We are, we are going to see a difference in our transfer policy in January because I think it just shows that we don't have the depth. I mean, if no. we had some players out injured and we relied on that bench that was going to come on against. Uh, Man City or someone like that would get absolutely battered. Absolutely battered. Mm. And we can't take yeah. away from Crawley because they did play. They were on top of their game today. They they were, in some parts, they were actually dominating yeah. us. And I've never seen, I mean, it's it was scary how, how easy it was for them. Yeah, in the preview, like I watched, granted, I didn't do a lot of research on Crawley because uh, I'm a busy man. Um, but I, I did watch the um, <laughs> the highlights from their uh, Torquay game and they ripped him apart for some of their goals. Their third goal, if you go back and watch it, he's beautifully worked. And that worried me when I saw it. And they've got some composure on the ball. They weren't overawed by playing Premier League opposition. And the salt in the wounds is when they interviewed one of their players at the end. It's like, oh yeah, we just hope to get a big team in the next round now. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch! We hope we um, can get we can get um, a challenge in the next round because <laughs> yeah. that were easy. That was yeah, match. Oh, Jesus. But there are three positives that we can take from this, uh, and they're all COVID tests for Marcelo Bielsa, Pablo <laughs> <Pablo> Hernandez, <laughs> and Rodrigo Moreno. Well, he can't have it. He's immune in it. So yeah. Did he see Bielsa's face after that? After the game, he was just stood on the touchline. He looked absolutely raging. raging. Mm. Yeah, well, I he's would be as well. Just, yeah, I wouldn't like to be in that dressing room now with him. I bet he's absolutely losing it. Fumbling yeah. in his pockets for grenades. That's yeah. a good point, mm. actually, Barney. We're going to win the league, aren't we now? He's going to be, well, yeah, so, I mean, we can... he's going to be so fueled on mm. anger for, for the rest of the season. He's going to drive our players... I mean, we already, they already, we already know that they work hard. My God, he's going to get them up and down the fucking Chevin. Yeah, <laughs> again, <exactly>. boys, <laughs> and put more bricks in your bags, you soft cunts. <laughs> Crawler, yeah. that's, that's he. he. If they if they suspend <laughs> the season as well with COVID, we're going to win the league anyway because of COVID. So we saw yeah. it. Standard. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. <coughs> it's not fine, though, is it? No, it's not. It's not. I'm just glad when I go into work tomorrow, there's only five people in the building and I don't have to do the walk of shame. And all right, yeah, we're lost, yeah. So you have to do a morning call with Liverpool fans, Man United fans, 
um, Tottenham fans. And it's just, a, what happened with Leeds then? <laughs> Show up and do your work, basically. We, we could just, we, we'll be, uh, we're all Marine, aren't we? Yeah. Tonight yeah. Oh, man. If, if Marine beats Spurs, then I think we're off the hook. I think that's yeah. the bigger headline. But mm-hmm. at the minute, it's, yeah. Marine yeah. are never going to beat Spurs. You can have that down on record. I'll happily <laughs> eat my words. Yeah, but Crawley were never going to beat Leeds, were they? Yeah, they were. Come on, mate. <laughs> How long have you been watching Leeds now? <laughs> yeah, we predicted it. <laughs> I never thought the performance would be that shit, but I never no. thought we were going to win. No. It's like, we, this is what we do. It's not a shock. It's not an upset. It's not a giant killing. This is what Leeds United do in the FA Cup. So it's not a shock to any of us. It's, the performance is a shock, but the result isn't. Not at all. Seven of the last nine FA Cup ties we've lost against sides from lower division. So Sheffield nice. United, Hereford, Histon, Rochdale, Sutton, Newport, and Crawley. It's, it's, it's on the calendar. It's a regular event. Yeah. You, you know, this is it's the our, day. It's, so- it's our yearly charity drive for lower league teams. <laughs> So not only Silly. not only have we given them the result by playing shit, we've given them the TV money because their manager asked for it, so we've probably given them it. And they've given us COVID in return. What a fucking... <laughs> what a trip that is. Oh, I can't wait to visit Crawley again. Um, so are we, are we saying that Crawley is part of London now? Anything further from M25 is all London. Is anything down south is just we can't be. We can't we can't win a game anything south of Sheffield. We said this. Um, I think this is how gerrymandering is going to work in in the next election. Is that any team that any team that Leeds can't beat is now Westminster? (laughs) So that's all the votes. Ah, fucking hell! I don't like it when Leeds lose. Fucks up my weekend. I mean, I knew this was coming though. Yeah, it had it written all over it. But you, you know, it's the hope that kills you, isn't it? You hope that they're going to shock you. I'm gutted I didn't put a bet on because I knew we were going to get beat, and I was I was scrolling through on the preview to put a bet on, and I didn't because I couldn't mm. find it. And now I didn't, and I'm I'm out of money. So gutted. Um, I've never I've awesome. never bet before in my life, and I said that on the preview, yeah. and I said yeah. even I would bet on Crawley to win this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the way that it happened. Um. So. <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean, the next game is Brighton. They need to fucking get their act together before then and get rid of fucking Kiko Casilla. That's my yeah. final thoughts. Alex, let's wrap well, this shit up. I know, I know if uh, COVID does ravage the squad, I know one man who will laugh riotously about it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. There are things that don't make the edit. Let's just say <laughs> that. And, and it wasn't me. It wasn't us. It wasn't either of us. I can assure you of that. I would tell. I would tell you if it was us. Barney. Yeah. Nah. I just want to be in a dark room now and just rock myself back and forth. Okay. Just. Yeah. Welcome to our descent into oblivion. <laughs> okay. Let's call that there then. Thank you for listening. To the Roaring Peacock match review. The famous giant killing against the mighty Leeds United. We'll be back very shortly with uh, some more of our dribble. Um, so you can look forward to that. Why not, not subscribe? I don't bother. Very <laughs> goodbye from Barney. 
place of falling apart <laughs> again. Copyright strike. <laughs> Very goodbye from Alex. And if we get 500 likes on this video, we'll be try to be positive in the next game. No, we won't. And it's a very goodbye from me. F-Sign didn't kill himself. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie, Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. <laughs>